You can edit this down to he hiked. <laughs> Done. Hello, and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Josh Stratton wanders in to talk about his solo, unsupported, Adirondack 46er FKT through hike. Now, Josh Stratton are two words, Josh Stratton, see two words, uh, you've probably heard on this podcast more than any other besides uh, the intro and the phrase uh, Twisted Branch. You're going to hear a little bit different story about Josh, not just that he's uh, a massage therapist that knows how to bang the knots out of even the gnarliest calves, but now he's finally here. You know, it's taken so long because he claims he's not a runner. And that he's never done anything worth talking about. Yeah, I know. I get it. I, I hang out with this guy a lot, and that's what I get from him. But now he's here. So, where do I start? For those of you that aren't familiar with the word soup that I spouted in the opening, uh, you know, solo, unsupported, Adirondack 46er, through hike, FKT, um, there are officially 46 peaks. In New York State, over 4,000 feet. It's yeah, it's changed a little bit with measurings, etc. There's 46 peaks to become a 46er. Uh, hiking to the top of all 46 of them makes you a 46er. Some people spend their lives just kind of going up and checking off a peak each year. Um, some people like uh, Jan Welford and uh, Corey Delaval. Uh, who set the record together back in 2009, and people like Josh like to do all the peaks as one at once as fast as humanly possible. Doing a route faster than anyone ever has done it results in a FKT, or a fastest known time. You can do FKTs supported, which people helping you with food or supplies, stuff like that, or unsupported, carrying all your own junk. So, Josh did a solo by himself, unsupported, nobody gave him anything, ADK, Adirondacks, 46er, all 46 peaks, FKT, fastest known time. Why? Well, <laughs> just, I don't know, listen and, listen and find out, because I, I, don't, I don't know. So, anyways, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of FKTing through hiking non-runners just like you. I should probably save it for the podcast, but at some point I realized that these things were like giving me so much energy. Miracle. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, so you're hitting up you're hitting up double run gum. Alright, that's cool. Double um, run gum. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, it seems like in the last five minutes, it, you put them under your tongue or something? I was like, chewing on it, man. It's just like <laughs> instant energy. All right, well, we're going to finish this up before you crash. <laughs> yeah. I got probably 30 minutes, <laughs> maybe so, an hour. 
like it took me an hour. So we're gonna we're gonna hop right into this. Um, I I was gonna try to do the intro before, but um, we're just gonna do it. So all right. So um, here's the thing with like these big efforts, and uh, and I'll start with this first question. A lot of people like you hear this effort, you go, dude. So Stratton went out and did this thing, and everybody thinks, whoa, he just did that, right? Or you hear like uh, Catskill Mike, right? Oh, he yeah, just yeah. did that huge that Catskill, incredible. right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you hear um, Carl Meltzer AT record, or you know Jarek the AT record. Except you're not putting me in the same category as any of these people. What I'm saying <laughs> is you don't. What people don't get is that there's like a lot of work that goes in to the one effort, right? There's a lot of stuff that goes into making this happen. Right. There should have been more, but yes, <laughs> I didn't really do much of anything. All right. So, due to due to injuries and injections. Well, but there's the injections. But, <laughs> but there's like there's like years of work that. But yeah, yeah, this, like right? last summer, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I went and like did them all and stuff. Yeah. Right. So all right. So we'll set the basis. Um, June twenty fourth, you left Rochester, right? Yeah. 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 And, yeah, and so been, yeah. so you went up June twenty fourth, and your mission was. Um, all 46 high peaks by yourself, unsupported, only the stuff on your back. Um, and your goal was to ultimately do it in seven days. Well, uh, yeah, goal was just to finish, but right. just in case I did it, yeah. like I messaged Dion. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I might break it. I don't know, but anyway. I might, and he's, <laughs> like, he's like, all right, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right, but you, last year, you did a bunch of scouting trips, right? And you were up there a bunch, and some of the keys to your plan was, like, um, bushwhacks, right? And right. sort of off-the-grid sort of traveling, right? And um, that was that was kind of a big key to the success, right? Yes, and had I been able to do two more, I think it would have been a little bit better, but... Yeah. yeah, two more bushwhacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I hadn't seen those two, so do I need to get closer? Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So I did. I hadn't seen the other two bushwhacks, so right. I ended up bailing on those. Yeah, of course. Okay, so let's start. Um, let's start with gear and supplies, and let's just talk. Let's set the stage for people. So you're going with only the stuff on your back. That's it. Um, you drive your car up, you pull out, you had a ultimate direction, like what? 30 liter fast pack. I think it was a 20, 20 liter. See, man, you're legit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I there. need to upgrade, I think, but then I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think possibly, um, did I put it in there? Uh, so, all right. So you got your fast pack. You got a, uh, do you have like a reservoir or bottles? What are you doing for water? I had a water bladder, two liters. Yeah, two liters. Bought a three liter, but I was like, that's dumb. There's water everywhere. So I took a two liter. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a. Two 16 ounce soft flask and a, what, I guess half a liter Katahdin water filter soft flask. Right. So you would, would you filter into the. um, Into the other two. Yeah. Yeah. So you put it into your flask and then you squirt it out. Squirt it out into the other one. However, I found out (laughs) that. It was pretty much, like, useless. Like, it was a slow stream because I guess it was at its, like, end, mm-hmm. the filter. Oh, yeah. So I should have, like, switched it out with one of my other, like, four I have that were newer. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a trickle. So it took a while to filter. So <laughs> so when we talk about a lot of planning goes into this, 
<laughs> we got a, a lot of planning went into it, but not not really a lot of. Uh, hey, yeah, it's my first time, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a dry run. It was a dry run. So right. It's just like you know, learning, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, did you bring like lots of changes of clothes? No, I took one pair of shorts, uh, a change of one pair of shorts, one shirt, and rain pants, rain jacket. Okay, so you did have you had rain gear. I bought the rain jackets the day I went up there because <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> nice. Um, before that, I just had like a little go light windbreaker thing, which I also took. Um, so we would call that a, a fortuitous purchase. Yes, would we? I was <laughs> like, oh man, I need a rain jacket. So, All right, which so, didn't help much. And um, then uh, tent took your bivy. <laughs> <laughs> the outdoor research helium bivy, I the believe. The helium bivy, the lightest bivy on the market. Oh my gosh, never been in that thing, and probably never will again. <laughs> so, but you and you took like a camp pad, right? Like the yeah, you yeah. Took, you, um, those were the two things I like gave yes, you before. Let me, yes. And I was like, test these out before you go. I, I laid it in the apartment, yeah. of course, yeah. right? I mean, I got it like two days before I left or whatever. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyways, yeah, did you bring this. any like uh, survival type of stuff? I took a, I took a as a sleeping bag. I took an emergency blank, emergency bivy, like the foil blanket, foil thing, stuff. which didn't really help too much. But yeah. I mean, some because um, it's light. Um, no, I did not take any like medical kit or anything. Yeah. I was like looking at it before, and I was like, band aids, tape. I don't think this is so this heavy. Is, it's like this. <laughs> well, I was like, this is dumb. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. put a band aid on like. I don't know. So I was like, yeah. I'm not going to use any of this stuff. Right. And then um, you had uh, you had your watch. You had a Garmin um, in reach, right? Yep, yep, yep. And then you had some chargers for your watch? Yeah, yeah. Two charging docks, portable. Okay. Beastly. Well, that, three because I had a little mini one. Yep. So. And then food. Like the curious thing about food, I think you said you didn't bring much food. No. You're going out for for five to eight. I was days. hoping five days. Yeah, yeah. So I was rationing like day four, probably. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like four bags of jerky. Yeah. Um, cheddar Chex mix just because it looked good. Um, yeah. Fritos. Yeah. A few Cliff bars. Spring Energy. Yeah. Sage Canaday, like all natural energy thing or whatever, and that uh, goes well with jerky. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I only took a few of those though, and some Tailwind. And then run gum. Oh, run gum, yes. <laughs> yes, I wish I had more of it. Yeah. Yeah. There was one point where I thought I was out, and I was a little depressed um, because I was out. And then I got so excited. I found in, like, one of my pockets. I found two more packs. <laughs> I was so happy. Nice. Did you have a – you had, a, like, um, a belt or a hydration belt as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The okay. new – I think it's the new – New thing that they have out, Ultimate Direction. Okay. Little Ultra Belt 4.0, whatever. All right. Plus about the little accessory pouch getting attached to it. Nice. Um, which ended up being nice. Yeah. I had that, like, because there were so many out and backs, I was mm-hmm. able to wear that on just the whole time on my waist. Mm-hmm. My pack, obviously the fast pack doesn't have a waist belt. Right. So I was able just to, like, drop it and, you know. You drop go. it, go up to a peak and come back down. Yeah, without having to mess with taking that off. Yeah. Plus, it was extra pockets. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, day one, um, you you told very few people about your departure. Yeah. I don't you kind of let Wreck Earth know. 
Yeah, there was a few people that knew. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. You were gone. I was gone. So, so you drive up your trailer. Didn't want it to be public. No, I'm I mean, terrible at those things. Yeah, you don't I want. Didn't it, want it to be. To be yeah. You don't want people talking you out of no. it. No, <laughs> I almost talked myself out of it after that Devil's Path the week before. Jesus. Yeah. That was yeah, and so terrible. you know, a little bit in preparation for this, you you did have a few injuries, but you did do. I did know. like five, I think, four or five like bigger hikes, day mm-hmm. hikes. Yeah, and I mean, before, you did Devil's Path, which is the weekend before. The weekend before, cramping I mean, for 10 hours. Yeah, It was terrible. That's perfect training. I was like, this yeah. is so dumb. <laughs> I, was, that's, I was like, I should not be going out there. <laughs> and so last year, um, you were arguably better trained, but maybe not as smart about the trails. Like you were going and doing a lot of reconnaissance trips out there and sort of learning about the bushwhacks and... Sort of, but you weren't ready to do a full through hike at that point. No, I was just, I don't have, I didn't have much experience right. in the Adirondacks till right. like last year, anyways. I yeah. was like, eh. so I'd found this guy's like little report of like how he grouped together all these day hikes mm-hmm. to do them all in 10 days. Yeah. Which I was going to try to do. I ended up doing them 13. Yeah. Because um, I was like, Decided I didn't want to rush through it all or whatever. So yeah, and that you was still me on some of those. Yeah. yeah, and that was still like a pretty good. I mean, you know, you went up for two weeks and you went yeah. through the mountains. And I mean, we did some of the smaller ones together. Yeah, I did street some, and I. I did some of the baby stuff with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, street and I. Well, that was fun. It was a nice rainstorm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, got some practice. Uh-huh. We, got, we got some mertzakin going on up there. <laughs> it was good time. He's so good in the mountains. Yeah, that dude. It's just so fun to watch him just <laughs> run down the mountains. So technical. Yeah. So good. So, um, so, but last year that was a lot of scouting, right? And a lot of reconnaissance. Yes. And, yes. Um, so I'd seen them all. Yep. And then you, you put it together and you felt like you had a, a good plan. Correct. Right. So, uh, you call Jan and you're like, Hey Jan, I'm going to do this thing. Right. Uh huh. Um, just so somebody knew. Right. Yeah. And then, somebody that is somebody new. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, um, somebody who's done it before, <laughs> uh, who people will believe. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, you took your in reach and you had it set for like 30 minutes so people could see your trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you went right and your, your day one, um, you start in the, uh, in the Sewards, right? Yes. Sewards. Sewards. The Sewards. In the sewer. Um, and then in the um, rain and then <laughs> right. Day one <laughs> rain. Good thing you bought that rain jacket. Exactly. And your goal was ultimately to end up through Alan, right? Well, to get as close to Alan as possible. Alan's like forever away. So, so, so one thing I noticed that you, you, um, uh, I guess what I would say is people that are really familiar with the Adirondacks, they know, oh, okay, you're doing Seward's and you're going to do one, two, three, four of them, right? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, now you're going to do Santanonis and there's one, two of them, right? So, like, your first day, you're looking to tackle six six peaks on day one, right? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, right? six. So, how'd that, how'd that go? It's seven, seven peaks. Seven Anyways. peaks. Yeah. So how'd I mean, that go? I mean, that you're went, the expert. You're going to run so, us through each of these. <laughs> I'm not doing it. All right. So that went uh, well. Started off strong. Um, I kind of jogged some of uh, through the sewers. Um, I actually somehow managed to like set PRs on like the climb up Donaldson and like 
over to Emmons and everything. I think I said PRs according to Strava, um, which was I was happy about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good start. Um, I was moving all right. Uh, I was really worried about the down from Seward because I was so slow at it. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why. And Laura and I had done it like a couple weeks or a month before or something. And uh, anyways, though, so I ended up like attacking it and yeah. crushed it down. But and now are, at this point, like day one, are you thinking about pace and speed, or are you like let's just get through day one? Or was pace and speed like always on your mind? Always. Uh, the record was always on my mind. Yeah. And trying to figure out how far I was going to get and how long it would take me was always on my mind. Um, as far as like through the sewers, I was like pretty much in attack mode, we'll say. Mm-hmm. You know, I was moving well, fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up, uh, then coming down from Seymour, I think I was feeling pretty good. Drank some water. Um, however, then came the long walk over to the Santas. So that's where i got into some trouble because i'd never stopped to like eat or drink or anything and it was much farther than i thought it was right. <laughs> gonna be um so by the time i got there like i was struggling so like pace and speed and all that junk went out the window through the santas i was out of water which is dumb because there's water everywhere um <laughs> i was just refusing to fill up apparently um because you're trying to make good time i don't, just being I, don't lazy. I was just I don't know. Like, I stopped and drank water um, before I went up towards Panther. But yeah. I was like, I need to fill up at the brook that I'm mm-hmm. walking up the whole way. And yep. I never did. So uh, to summarize for people that, again, love the list, um, do you know the order in which you did your first seven peaks on that day? Yeah, Donaldson, Emmons, Seward, Seymour, then Panther, Cooch Sagra, however you say that, and then uh, Santanoni. Yeah. And so now you left at like five in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And what's a day? What's a day like? Like you're not sitting at the peak having lunch, right? You're up. No. You're up and down, right? Yeah, yeah. I, so I did stop um, briefly mm-hmm. at the mall, obviously, to like eat a couple of M and M's or. <laughs> A piece of beef jerky celebration and drink some water and take a photo of you know whatever some stupid selfie or something and then uh was onward that was it yeah so you're not you're not looking around and identifying the trees yeah like no look at that bird not like not like sitting there trying to figure out which peak i'm looking at or anything like that which i'm terrible at yeah people are always like what peak is that and i have no idea yeah i don't know i'm trying to get better at that like (laughs) i can find white face (laughs) i can find dicks (laughs) yeah so yeah i don't know but then some of them like emmons like on the out and back to emmons like i didn't stay at emmons like hardly at all i just yeah up and down. Flew up there and flew back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that was that. And then, oh, go on. Oh, uh, so like day one, um, what What do you, how do you know you're done day one? Because your goal was to get as close to Alan as possible. So how do you, what makes you decide to stop? I was out of water and I hadn't really ate much. I think it was more the water thing though, dehydrated. And uh, it was raining, and I was freezing. 
and it was like 12:30 at night so i was like dead <laughs> this feels like a good place. I pretty much couldn't yeah. go on anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I tried to um, going down Santa's Express was like just brutal. It took forever because I was, you know, it was dark, headlamping, dehydrated, cold, miserable. So headlamps is an interesting thing, right? Because you talked about bringing chargers for your watch, you know, because Strava mm-hmm. didn't happen. But what about like headlamps and batteries? And a charger what? and batteries. So you have a yeah. like a lithium ion headlamp. Yeah. All right. So you're charging. You got one charger for your headlamp, one charger for your watch. Yes. All right. And the Delorme. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, so power is the thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So um, what's your what's your highlight from day one? Is it blasting down? Se- All the sewers. Blasting yeah. down the yeah, sewers. Yeah. I was happy with my sewer. Um, whatever finishing the sewers that quickly i guess i think it was six and a half hours or something like that um which i don't think i'd i think i'd be both the times i've done it nice so i think and at this point did you did you had you seen anybody yet on the trails i saw one person as i came off of came back down from uh i think i was coming down seward and i saw some guy casually walking just the back of him (laughs) um that was it. Yeah. It was the only person I saw. I mean, naturally, nobody, you know, does the Santas starting at, like, 530 <laughs> at night. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the rain and the cold. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the only person I'd seen. Um, That's that. So, yeah. All right. So, then uh, you you lay down in the bare ground and go to sleep, right? And then <laughs> Yeah. That's another thing. I was, I was so worried about bears, right? Yeah. Um, but by the end of that... You're just like you're like I'm gonna lay here. They're gonna wake me up. Whatever. (laughs) Go ahead and eat me. I don't have to finish this thing. (laughs) I don't really care. So you you lay down at about twelve thirty. Did you like set an alarm or you plan you're just gonna wake up? I set my alarm. I was gonna start at like three in the morning because like obviously Talon is like forever long on Mm -hmm. just (laughs) road, dirt road stuff. Um, I don't even know how far. I don't know. Maybe. 12 13 miles or something yeah to get that's, to a, Allen. that's a haul um so yeah throw out the bivy get all my stuff set up get in this bivy soaking wet <laughs> um and had just the mesh open because it like wasn't raining at this point or anything um it was just kind of cold uh, and the mesh thing just sits on your face. So <laughs> I think I fell asleep for, I don't know. 30. There is a, there is a pole. It, there it is does. a pole that goes over, but it doesn't stop the mesh thing from hitting yeah. you or whatever. I don't understand this bivy thing. So um, I managed to fall asleep for however long, 30 minutes, an hour. I have no idea. But um, some raindrops hit me in the face. I was like, great. <laughs> so I zip up this the shell part of the bivy, if you will. <laughs> and shortly after that I was like I couldn't breathe I was like hyperventilating in this thing and freaking out <laughs> it's like terrible there's it's not breathable which the reviews I read <laughs> like pretty much this thing you can't breathe in this thing and I was like oh my gosh I can't breathe so I unzip the bottom of it obviously let some air in but then it's so cold outside I'm like freezing and shivering 
<laughs> just shivering. I think it was in the 40s, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm assuming. Um, I'd seen a guy on Allen that told me that on the second night I was supposed to get in the 30s or something. Mm. I'm like, great. Um, not prepared for this. <laughs> Good thing. And I I'm in a bivy. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, I was freezing and shivering, and so it was like, I don't know, one thirty-two in the morning or something, and I was like, forget this. So I was like, I just got to move. Time to get up. Time to get up and go. Before I went, Jeff had asked me, what are you going to do if you're cold? And I was like, I'm just going to walk, I yeah. guess. So I got up and started walking very slowly. Yeah. I was hungry. Tired. Cold. I was like nibbling on the cliff bar for the whole way to Allen. Um, I wasn't going to stop until the sun came up. I saw a long, lonely walk to Allen. Just, yeah. Miserable. And, but the the good thing is you started early. Yeah, right. <laughs> if I had to start early, Jesus, it would have taken me so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So um, day two begins shortly after day one ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, and your goal for that, um, you said, uh, Allen, Redfield, Cliff, and then make it to the lodge. Yeah, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole thing's ambitious. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> You got to set goals. You got to shoot for the stars. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I started walking to Allen. Like I said, I didn't stop till I was, till the sun came up, which um, was at uh, whatever river crossing that is on the way to Allen. I stopped for, uh, actually, I was there for an hour and a half. Finally filled up all my water, ate some food. And you're just kind of sitting just in the sat sun. Just sat there in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Warming up the core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I got up and continued walking over to Allen. I suck at doing Allen. I'm so slow going up Allen and down. I don't know. I'm so slippery, all the rocks and stuff. Um, uh, so, yeah, then I finally saw my first groups of people, you know, coming down Allen. And, uh, yeah, that was... I mean, so most people that you probably saw had some hiking poles. They had some nice trekking boots and probably a little pack and a yeah. nice little hat. The right? casual hikers that aren't sweating, yeah, like, not and then, muddy. And I don't then know they how see, they do it. They see you, <laughs> and you're wearing you're wearing your little pair of splits, and you mm-hmm. got your UD pack on, right? And now I just had my belt on when they saw oh, me. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You got a little. Belt. They're like, oh, that was your pack down there that you dropped. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, you got little shorty shorts. Uh-huh. And, um, and you're wearing, uh, you wear the pure grits, right? Yeah. Well, for this time, yeah. For this, yeah. So you're wearing pure grits. So mm-hmm. you got about five and a half ounces of, of clothes on you <laughs> and a little water bottle. And were, were people asking you, like, what you doing? They, yes. The, a couple of people that were coming up were asking me. Uh, so, and then I told them. And, of course, they were like, that's crazy and whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right, so you go up and down Allen pretty slowly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then right below Allen, there's a bushwhack to go from Allen to Redfield, mm-hmm. which me, Jeff, and Mertzok had checked out uh, probably two, three weeks before. Mm-hmm. Um, and from reading, I think there's, there's, for some reason, I feel more people have to have done it, but there's only like two reports online or something, mm-hmm. which make it sound like it's the most miserable like thing in the world. Um so we did it uh, a few weeks before mm-hmm. in like six hours. And so um, instead of crossing the brook and hopping into the blowdown, which really sucks and is slow going, I just hopped in the brook and just went up the went brook up the from brook. the beginning. Yeah. 
and then took the left the left fork pretty easy mm -hmm. um the water was lower from when we did it before right. so i made i was like am i already like at this point like how am i going this fast because i'm barely moving like mm -hmm. i felt like i was um just not moving at all i was just miserable um so i just kept going um and i was like wow i'm almost at this tarn which you know three weeks before was just like completely full and you're like walking in this muddy roots thing whatever and uh it was the whole section that i had to be in was dry <laughs> so yeah. i just made quick work of all that just lickety split yeah yeah, yeah. hopped in the next brook over so one of the reasons you did uh, the main reason to do this bushwhack is because it cuts off cuts 10, off some mileage like ten miles or although something. Although I finished with more mileage than Yannick. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah. So instead of having to go all the way around to do Marshall into Redfield and mm -hmm. like I think it's probably from Allen, just kind of estimated mileage is probably going around like twelve miles. I think it's like three mm -hmm. to shoot across. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's kind of a big deal, right? Yeah. And that's yeah, got to yeah. make you feel pretty good. Yeah, I think it's a good spot to pop out, to come out of, for sure. Um, I lost like an hour because I thought I had popped out of the, uh, like I said, I was moving too, too quick, it seemed. Mm -hmm. and I was like, how am I already into this bushwhack part? Right, but you're looking at your time. Are you also considering like how you feel? Yeah, I felt like garbage <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah um but at the time i thought i'm making good enough time that i might have time i was like thinking of all these other options right that i could like you know once i get to redfield i do cliff i can like go further down drop my pack do marshall you know like all this other stuff right mm -hmm. so you were this this route was a little bit flexible based on where you were and like what time of day it oh, was yeah. and stuff yeah yeah so um, you had a map, right, uh -huh. obviously, and um, did you have, like, were you drawing on the map? Were you, like, ticking them off, or were you, like... No, I only looked at the map, like, twice the whole Really? Time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I remembered most things from the time before I went or whatever. Because um, as I'm watching your tracker, like, go through, I'm like, okay, what's he going to do next? And you're just like, do-do-do-do-do, up, and I'm like... Okay, I guess he knows where he's going. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The only part that was weird was, like, day three. That was a little strange because you kind of deviated a little bit. Day three. Was it day three, right? Uh, so, anyways, we'll keep I going. We'll get there. Um, so, again, you, you're making good time, right? You yeah. Get Redfield, you get Cliff, and now you're heading back to the lodge, right? Or to the lodge mm -hmm. in general. Yeah, after the... And so your plan of going to the lodge is essentially what? Like, taking a poop? No, just get down and camp down there at South yeah. Meadows or whatever. Camp somewhere. It's like South yeah, Meadows yeah. where you're kind of used to camping and sort yeah. of stage well, from and there. To just, yeah, just to get some other peaks out of the way, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, well, I mean, that's it what was, you're, we're doing here. Right. It was kind <laughs> of like a, a speed attempt, right? Mm -hmm. So I was trying to do as much as I could, mm -hmm. right? So. so how do you know you're done on day two? Like what? What? It, what ends the day of day two? I mean, because there's not a ton of peaks that you're really getting. It's just a lot of distance. It's a lot of mileage. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the worst part. It was like what some something over 
Oh, it's a little over 50 miles or something, right? I think so. I think your first, your day first two. Day, first day was 32. Second day was like 20. 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah so 21. Like, yeah, so it's like over 50 miles and you're doing like only and you're on eight peaks yeah, or nine on, peaks or whatever. And you're on three hours, of three, yeah. three minutes of sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I was just exhausted. I was like, I can't yeah. go anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I had text Jeff. I was like, I got to stop it uphill. Um, so... Anyway, yeah, stopped there, passed yeah. out. So where did you stop? You stopped uphill at, South- at okay. the uh, uphill campground, campsite, or whatever. Okay, so you never made it to South Meadows. No, 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 not even close. Right, not Bummer. even close. I was so exhausted. <laughs> I actually slept in the nice. bivy. I fell asleep, um, just because I was exhausted. I'm assuming I was still miserable in the thing. I think that's how bivies work. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to get so exhausted that you just pass out. <laughs> yeah. And they keep you warm until you come back around. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Um, and, and now we're looking at like, you're, you're sort of, you got a lot. Now you're in a cluster of peaks, right? There's, there's a ton of peaks where you're at right, right now. Yeah. And this, this is really time to, to make some hay. Right. So, did did you again like set up your alarm and try for an early morning for day three? I did not set my alarm. I don't think for day three. I uh, if I did, I set it for late, later. You know, um, I don't even think maybe I started at like six. I think. Um, you also ended your day two pretty early, right? I mean, yeah, maybe you, nine. Yeah, because eight or something. You started at like. 3 a.m., yeah, right? Yeah. So, but you, you like ended during the day. You didn't hike into the night on day two at all? No. I mean, it was, yeah, no, I did not have to headlamp, I don't think, yeah. into the. So, did you have a highlight of day two, or was it just the slog covering miles? It was a slog, but I was really happy with the uh, the, the bushwhack part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, despite, just... like, thinking I was lost in the bushwhack because I thought I came out too early. Um, so I've made the decision to just keep going up to 4,000 feet and then go to the right. And I was like, I got to hit the slide at some point. And I was literally like 50 yards from the slide the whole time. Yeah. But I wasted a bunch of time because I was in the trees and not on the slide. Um, but yeah, that was that was great. I just like that. I love that. Go up 4,000 feet and turn right. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like... <laughs> <laughs> I was a little worried that I was like underneath the slide or I had missed it at some point because I thought I came out too early. Um, so, so yeah. But I also I was laughing because I did Cliff last time. I did Cliff. I had it was in a hurry too last summer. The summer. Um, so, like, I never. I've never really like enjoyed hiking Cliff right or anything yeah. like that. Like I was just like f- trying to hurry. Always rushing. Just through rushing it. through it. Yeah. That's what you through hikers do. You all, yeah. you're always in a hurry. Yeah, but that's <laughs> fine. It's a garbage peak, anyways. It's like <laughs> Sick burn. This <laughs> is full of mud and water. Hey, I like tabletop, and that's <laughs> full of mud and water. Yeah. Um. All right. So day day three, you got a a pretty aggro day three planned, right? So Colden, Marshall, Shepherd's Tooth, the Max Street, and Nye. Yes. So I woke up, got everything ready. I think I left at 6. Yeah. Kind of messed around with the idea because I was up there of doing gray and skylight. Right. I thought about it. And I was like, eh, probably not. Um, <laughs> um, 
I was cold. I was, geez, I was so cold. It was like, it's the summer. Um, so <laughs> I slowly walked over to Colden and spent some time up on Colden in the sun, which was the first warm day. So right. I put some sunscreen on. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I sunscreen up. I've never, I've never heard of that. Probably. I know. I know. So one of the things you're talking about being so cold and everything like that, and you didn't bring, like, a camp stove. You're not having coffee and chicken noodle soup or anything no. like that. You're just munching run gum and hard jerky. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I failed to, like, as many times as I've been up there, I failed to realize that it's, like, legit, like, mountain weather, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. it can be... Cold in the summer. Yeah. Cold and windy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of these days I'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you made it. So you, you're not. You're I not, can survive. That's yeah. one thing I know I can do. It's like, I'm going to survive this regardless. <laughs> right. Um, um, but but there's no comfort here going on. There's no. nothing about this trip was like, I'll bring my one little thing that makes me comfortable. Correct. I thought about it in the beginning. I was like, oh, I'll take my R8. I'll take all this other stuff. <laughs> and then like by the end of it, um, well, Devil's Path, I'd like take in my tent and some other things and like a heavier pack and, you know, cramped for the whole time. And it was miserable. And I was like, I got to drop. None of, the, stuff. none of this stuff is helping me. Anyway. None of this. I'm not taking any of it. So, yeah, see, I would uh, I, w- I would brought my inflatable pillow. <laughs> That's what I would have brought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I need that kind of thing. Yeah, right. All right. So um, now you're you're heading up and you're going Colden, Marshall, Shepherd's Tooth. You're day three. You're in. You're into this thing now. Day three. Yes. Are yes. you? And you're like you said. You're thinking about this record. You're thinking about time. Yeah, that was the hardest thing. It yeah. was like like physically, like I was never in pain really. Yeah. Um, surprisingly. Um, it was just the mental part of being like in a hurry, feeling like being in a hurry, but trying not to be in a hurry. Right. Right. And then also with the first two days only doing like what nine peaks or whatever it is, it's like, you haven't done anything. Yeah. Right. Got 37 (laughs) peaks left. You haven't done anything. And it's been two days. Um, not, you haven't even done anything after three. And it's just like, yeah, four days left supposedly to like get it done. But so yeah, mentally I was just, that's all I could think about. Right. That's it. That's all I thought about the whole time. <laughs> You've done nothing. Just like, this is so dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> and just thinking, like, like for instance, on day three, like, how far away Street and I were. And, like, I'm like, it's like 830 or whatever, and I'm up on Colden, and I still have a long ways to go. So, yeah, that was just yeah, miserable. So, Colden... Mm, garbage peak nothing going no, on no colon's great colon's <laughs> great and i went up the touristy side right so it's a nice easy walk up uh yeah up the other side there um you know and then down the slide side obviously mm-hmm. um over to marshall where i s- hiked with my first person I think yeah his name was david yeah um so that was cool yeah um well i hiked some with him yeah then, met a buddy yeah 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 <laughs> hiked some with him and then i kind of got way ahead of him and then he you know was up at the peak with me or whatever Huh. Right. And that that seems to like, you know, I mean, even when we go all hiking together, sometimes you spread out and you do your own pace a little bit mm-hmm. and then you catch back up. And right. You, you know, like, but you actually had a chat with a person. Yeah. 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 It was great. It's great. <laughs> he was like a phys- physics teacher, I believe. So. Yeah. And he was um, kind of taking his time. Right. Oh, sure. my gosh. I was so jealous. So I get up at the peak and I'm like, 
doing all my things in a hurry, you know, eating a couple of M&Ms. And um, at that point, I took off my socks. Cause my socks, my feet were killing me, and they were, they'd been soaked through the sewer at Santa's Island. Obviously, I was in the brook. Um, been soaked for, like, two and a half days or whatever. Um, so he comes up and, like, puts bug spray all over himself, takes off his shoes, pulls out his little journal, hops up on the rock, starts writing. <laughs> And apparently he just like goes up and just like does a peek and just hangs out. Imagine he that. just hangs out for like however long for hours. And I'm like, that's I've never thought of that. <laughs> I should try that sometime. This is great. Um, so I was a little jealous that he was just getting to chill. And uh, so I sat there for a while. And you know that's how most people do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I have no. I had no idea. So yeah. So then I was like, all right. Peace out, dude. Yeah. On my way to the tooth. Yeah. All right. So So I flew down and I was like trying to make some good time. Now did you did you put your old stank socks back on? No, I went barefoot or sockless went in my sockless. shoes. Back yeah. into the pure grits with no socks yeah, now. No socks. All right. Yeah. So I'm no no socks. It felt good. My feet were actually finally dry. Mm-hmm. It felt decent anyways, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, so made quick work going down the other side of uh marshall there i think it took me like 30 minutes to get down to cold brook mm-hmm. um and then i was looking for the trail to the tooth looking yeah so what i happened? find it <laughs> so i find it so i find end it of story end of story nothing nothing eventful happened. so i knew from the reports that i had to hike essentially on this herd path um up to the cliffs or whatever, and then hang a left, and you know, for a couple minutes, it's set or something like that, and then climb up the chimney, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now this isn't a trail to Sawtooth. This is another one of your bushwhacks, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a bushwhacked Iroquois. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but from the reports, I thought that like the way that they're written, maybe I just misread Wait, them. So, wrong. You, so you're coming down Marshall, right? And you're going to go to Sawtooth, Iroquois. Okay, so you're going to go to Iroquois, right? All right. Without having to descend down Colebrook all the way down and then go up um, in between whatever that's called, in between um, Iroquois and Algonquin. So right. you don't have to drop down like 3,000 feet right. and then Through back the up. So it's just. Yep. So, yeah. So there's the Shepherd's Tooth, um, which I'd read online that, like, timing wise, mm-hmm. I guess, unless you're really good at bushwhacking and know the route or whatever, that it's about the same. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you just lose a lot of elevation. But so anyways, like the way the reports had read, I thought there was a lot of bushwhacking to get to the cliffs. But they're literally like like a two minute walk from the trail. Like you could see them when you go off the trail. And I was like, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) So I was really confused. Um, So I hang a left and I go and I just come to this big opening and I'm like, I look up and I'm like, that's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um. (laughs) There's water pouring off of it, and I stood there for a while, like looking at the picture I had on my phone of the chimney, looking at it. I was like, <laughs> "All right, I guess this is it." Like, I don't know if I can climb this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know the route. Yeah. And um, so yeah, and I stood there for a while trying to. It's like maybe I can climb like parts at the top, but then. I was just, I tried to start at the bottom, like, a few times, a few little sections, 
and it was just slippery and I couldn't really start it and I was like this is stupid like I can't even start the bottom like what makes me think I can like get to the top where apparently you have to like you know shimmy up to the top this this whole thing or whatever and I was like forget this so then I had to go down Colebrook go around yeah so I was only somewhat disappointed because I kind of knew I kind of like knew I might have to do this right so so anyways yeah that was that. Down and around. Down and around. Down Colebrook, which I bashed the summer before. Yeah. Um, did you make? Did it make you feel like you wasted a bunch of time? Is that what you're doing? Like kicking yourself the whole time? Uh, you big think, dummy. I think I. Mm, probably not, because I did not know the route to Shepherd's Truth, and I hadn't done it before. It probably would have taken me just as long, especially because I suck at climbing. So. Um, yeah. All right, so then you go to Iroquois. Yeah. You go up Iroquois. And now to get from Iroquois to Algonquin, you got to go through the coal, uh-huh. right, down into the bottom. It was nasty and wet down there? No, it was dry. No, there. it was dry? Yeah, it was, there was just water coming off the tooth. Mm-hmm. Off okay. the, off, not off the tooth, just off the cliff, off the chimney mm-hmm. part. There was just a little, yep. which there might always be. I have no yeah, idea. I, mean, I don't know. It's very dry, so, I mean, I don't know. What but, yeah. I don't know. So, okay, so Algonquin. Yeah, which it was empty. Had it to myself, which is great. How does that happen? I don't was, know. Was it like 3 a.m.? It, it was like 5. 5, okay. Yeah, so I guess probably other casual hikers were yeah, you gotta obviously start, down. If you don't want to be headlamping it, you got to start down before 5 for yeah. the casual hiker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because most of the time they're hiking. Uh, That's a big day trip for them. Yeah, right. they're, <laughs> they're hiking Heart Lodge, right? Right, there, yeah. You know, so, okay. Um, so you're up at Algonquin all by yourself. Uh, now you're still planning to get all the way to Street and I, uh-huh. right? So you did do right. Yep. And did you do tabletop and Phelps there? No, 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 no. I just went up, did right, and then went back down. Um, which I think I PR'd right my out and back. I think as well. Nice. But uh, yeah. So then I made the long walk down to the lodge. I wonder if I wonder if you beat my time on right because I actually <laughs> ran it. You know, I, know. I, I had my brand new Ultra King MT, <laughs> and I actually ran that dang thing. And I'd be, I'd be pretty upset if you actually beat my yeah, time. After I don't know. Well, days. at that point, I was really the rocks were really sticky, so I was uh, pretty confident as far as like sometimes I get a little scared going up and down those little like rocks mm-hmm. labs and stuff. You know, uh, sometimes I'm like descending and going up like Mertzak or Lara. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes I'm like sometimes I'm like going down like Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> throwing like, throwing shade <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey! All right, just so, kidding, Jeff. <laughs> so then you go back down to the lodge. Yes, yes, and yes. essentially you walk right past the lodge and you go to Street and I. Yeah, uh, I grab some water at the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Filled up some water. Yeah. Real quick. Talked to some dudes I saw the night before. Um, dropped my pack like on the porch there at the lodge mm-hmm. um, and took off. Yeah. I actually ran some, like I was actually feeling great. I think it was, I think that's when I realized this run gum stuff was incredible because <laughs> I popped, I popped one <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And uh, yeah, I made quick work down to the river or whatever. And made oh that once you cross the river there. Yeah. There's, like, some little side trails and stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, I, I always kind of, like, take one of them or whatever, and I'm like, oh, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to remember this for the way back. 
right? So I still had so much energy, and I was just—I felt like I was just crushing this whole thing, and it just took me forever to get up there. It felt like because um, I was so jacked up, probably. <laughs> so I was feeling—I was feeling great. Finally, get up there. Blah 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 blah. Do street and I, you know. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Nothing exciting with street and I. Um, oh come on, they are fun. They, t- uh, they what are. Is, what do you got against them? There's just, they're, they're just there. I don't know. There's just. And there's cool. You get to go along the stream the whole way. There's big rocks. I mean, and when you that's, get to that's the, top, the entire Adirondacks. <laughs> when you get up to the top, it's like a little maze trying to actually find the peak. Uh, you know, I don't know. So, anyways, so I'm I'm sad whatever. because so because you the, like Street and I. Well, those are one of the few peaks that we shared. That's why <laughs> that's why it's uh, that's why it's near and dear to my heart. You know. Uh, okay. So anyway, fine, fine. So, yeah. so then you they come sent, back. They sent Vidmar to the emergency room. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for folks that don't know, Vid, Vidmar gave himself a haircut on a on a tree <laughs> coming down. <laughs> Yeah, um, had to get some stitches. Yeah, two summers before when Jeff was making his attempt. Yep, but yeah. All right. Anyway. So okay. So um, you come so, down the street now. So I'm coming Boring, down. Unimpressed. I'm, I'm coming down. No, I'm and you're taking crashing another off piece your... of run gum, so I'm feeling pretty good oh, on the way down. Another piece. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. So because that's because I realized it was giving me so much energy. So and there's two in a pack. So I popped the other one in, and. Uh, <laughs> So I was actually kind of like running like what I could. At this point, obviously, it's nighttime, right? It's a Run Gum is not a sponsor of this episode, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> it should be. This stuff is so incredible. So, um, <laughs> so anyways, obviously, I'm headlamping, running as much as I can, you know, in the dark or whatever. And uh, trying to race my – trying to not charge my watch. So I'm trying to get back. Mm-hmm. Before my watch dies, mm-hmm. thought I had some time because your charger's in your pack, right? Uh, I took my charger with me just okay. in case, Smarty. but I was just being lazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, it just seemed to happen at the same time. So it was like I looked down; it was like three percent. So I kept going. I was like, okay, I got time. But then I looked down and I realized it just shut off. So mm-hmm. like for thirty seconds or a minute, it was off. So I plug in my charger, and then I just lost all my energy. So that was just dead. Back to being like <laughs> normal, just strat. normal and weak, and everything hurt. <laughs> and uh, so I still had some time left. I was just like near the the bottom or whatever. So um, still on the other side of the river. And then somehow I just I don't even know what happened, but I was like lost. I just all of a sudden like was on a wrong trail at that one spot and i was walking around i was like i don't know where i am and it's dark and it's dark yeah i've been out for i don't know how long right so um yeah and i was just so ready to be done and uh so i was like kind of walking around thinking like great i have no idea where to go i was like back and forth on this trail forever and sometimes i'm thinking that like people are like watching me on the del orme right on the site like and they yeah. can see me live but i forgot <laughs> it's like 30 minutes yes. um anyways though finally i just popped out at the river i don't, don't know how i popped out but i popped out at the river and went back and fell asleep in the bathroom so you went back you went back to the lodge went back to the lodge and i was like it's freezing it was another cold night or whatever and uh uh it's like i should change clothes and whatnot and mm-hmm. 
So I went into the bathroom and I was like, oh, I'll just like reorganize some stuff or whatever. And then I sat down and fell asleep at like one thirty <laughs> in the bathroom. And it was still cold and I was still shivering. Um, and surprisingly, nobody came in. Now, now I'm going to step outside of this uh, Adirondack 46er and I'm going to I'm going to say that you're starting to develop a habit. Of falling asleep in bathrooms yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're cold <laughs> because if i recall correctly <laughs> last year you and and mort um and laura howard went out to support danielle snyder at i am tough her hundred miler right yes and mort had to poop and there was these two feet inside the stall of the bathroom all night mort couldn't figure out what this dude was doing in there and it turns out it, it was, was me. It was you taking sleeping. a snooze, sleeping because I was cold. Because you brought like a bed sheet to Idaho. Yeah, I was being I was being cheap, and I didn't want to like take a bunch of stuff and check a bag, so <laughs> I didn't take anything. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you brought like no. a bed sheet to like. 40- that was what my gracious host Danielle gave me. She's like, I, "Here's a sheet." This <laughs> is <laughs> what I got. So, for here's you. a sheet. So. I was wrapped up in this sheet, like, moving around in my hammock, which I've hammocked now, like, four times and frozen every time, no matter the time of year, yeah. right? So one of these times I'll figure out to take a sleep in the ground right? yeah. or in the air. Yeah, so, yeah, I was actually moving around in the hammock in ways I didn't know I could because I feel like I'm, I can't move in there that yeah. night. But, um, yeah, I decided I had to, had to pee. Yeah. My feet were just so cold. I had three pairs of socks on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's time to go to sleep in bathrooms. That's yeah. If if ever if ever you're out camping with with Strat and you wonder where he is, just check the local bathroom. That's right. It's like I said, I can survive, right? I'm gonna survive somehow. I'm not gonna like die. I'm not gonna like get hypothermia. No, nope. just gonna hog a gonna stall. Find a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, another another thing to be to be clear on this because I think you know. Um, this was one of those interesting things that we were talking about. This is a solo unsupported <sighs> FKT. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're in the lodge buying sandwiches or anything Correct. like that. Right? You just went in there. You going to pee and cause mm-hmm. they, they frown on you peeing on the lodge. So you pee right. in the lodge. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you just go in there, you organize your stuff and get a little narcoleptic. <laughs> right. You go to sleep. Right. <laughs> so, all right, so you pop up, you're awake, you realize you haven't been arrested, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's on to day four. Day four. Now, four is, now of all the routes in the Adirondacks, this is the route that I've probably traveled <laughs> traveled the most, uh-huh. from the lodge, Phelps, tabletop, tabletop, you know, I, that's, uh-huh. that's kind of a standard, standard gig. Um, so you decide, though, so when I look at this, I think, huh, someday I'm going to do Phelps, Tabletop, Marcy, Skylight, and come back. That's a, like a 19-mile a day. Right. That would be a big day. You decide instead, Phelps, Tabletop, Marcy, Skylight, Gray, and, and the range. And the Great Range Traverse. Yeah. Yeah, why not just throw that right on right. top of that, right? Right. So, um, yeah, how'd that go? No, well, <laughs> not well at all. I was so tired of being cold um, at the start, right? Anyway, so I filled up my water when I left that morning Yeah, at like 6. Mm-hmm. Another late start, which is never good for a speed attempt. Yeah, you didn't um, sleep in that bivy. That's why. Whatever. <laughs> right. So I'm like walking up to 
towards Phelps, I realized that my water, like my back is soaked. And so I'm like, man, my bladder is, my water bladder is leaking. So I'm like, great. Uh huh. So I just decided to just drink as much as I could as it was leaking all over me, obviously on the way up there. And, uh, yeah, do Phelps tabletop. Now, was this a was this a fatal leak? Was that your reservoir is down for the count yeah. forever now, yeah, or did done. you just didn't seal it? No, it was done. However, I never checked to see if I just didn't put the hose in right. Yeah. So like, like three days after I got finished, I realized I was like I should have probably checked just to see if I didn't put the hose in right. Yeah. But I did put water in it and it leaked out. There's a, there's a legit hole in it. So okay. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't do that. So, in- but I didn't check at the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I was down to just like you know the two 16 ounce water bottles and my half a liter. Uh, your your mostly clogged Katahdin water yes, filter. Yes, yes. So <laughs> at right, that so point, I was like, I'll just fill up at the streams. Mm-hmm. I put it in my little running belt. Yeah. In the belt, so I'd remember, so it was easy access to drink. Fill it up, drink yeah. it, drink a bottle, and everything. All right, and then so tabletop is known for being basically a standing puddle. It was fine. It was actually not as uh, wet as I thought it was going to be. Okay. The whole interior mm-hmm. was decent. All right, cool. Compared, I guess, compared to what I had been through, maybe <laughs> walking up at, the brook, right? <laughs> like yeah. compared to like the sewers and Santas and yeah, all that stuff. Okay, and Phelps just uneventful. It's a nice little yeah, easy Phelps. peak. Well, I was I was pretty miserable coming down Phelps. My feet were killing me, and yeah. maybe from I was still sockless at this point, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I should put on my socks. I don't care if they're wet at this point. So it was like some grand idea I had. So I got down <laughs> and put on my socks. And uh, which felt better, so yeah, despite them being wet. Um, a wet sock, yeah. It? I mean, you so must have been in a bad way. The first, yeah, it was, it was terrible. The first three or four days or whatever, it was just wet and just mm-hmm. uh, not warm very much. Yep. So, so now at this point, you you got to make slogging up to Marcy, you got to go to Marcy, slog it. It's just, just like, man, this sucks. Just kept going, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I get to where I'm going to drop my pack to go over Marcy. There had been talk of going over Marcy and we're doing Skylight and Gray and dropping my pack there. Because mm-hmm. you can go to Haystack from the other side, mm-hmm. up the slide, I think. But I had never seen that part. And some people were talking about rain. I was like, great. <laughs> You're like, I, I love rain. It's like, great. Last summer when I was going down Marcy, I slipped like three times. Like, it fell so hard because it gets so slippery. Um so I really wanted to be up and over Marcy and like and and then back before it started pouring. So rain. you were gonna come back over. So Marcy. I had to come back over Marcy. Yeah. Well, because to get the skylight though is further out from Marcy, right? You go over Marcy. Yeah. You yeah. Go. Yeah. And drop down. That's what I'm saying. So like. So you wanted to get the skylight. Skylight gray and then back over Marcy. And back before the rain. Before the rain. Yeah. Yeah, that's the cool thing. You kind of did Marcy twice, right? Yeah, exactly. mm -hmm. I did it twice, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, I mean. It's the only way to do it. In a better better scenario, if it was, like, not going to rain, I would have probably just done the haystack way. Mm -hmm. It would have saved me, like, a mile or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't have to go back up Marcy. But anyways, they're talking about rain coming somewhere between 2 and 5, and I'm like, great. So I dropped my pack. I actually, like, hauled up Marcy. Um, you know, the ranger's up there. He came and talked to me and blah, blah, blah. So they have the vegetation. And I was telling him what I did, was doing or whatever. 
Um, and Marcy was, I was in the clouds again. Both times I've been up there in the clouds. It's windy. Um, it's like, uh, anyway, so I ran down Marcy. Well, you, but you chatted with the ranger, right? Yeah. And, and he was like, hmm. Mm. No, I'm not this ranger. That was okay. the other ranger. Oh yeah, the big slide ranger that was right. like, okay, that was slide. like, guys, don't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> no, no, this dude was just like, stay off the vegetation, and I told him what I was doing, and he was like, oh, yeah, never heard of, of that. He's one of those stewards, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. up there because people tromp around once right. they get to the top. Yeah, yeah. I like so, those folks. I usually <laughs> hang out and chat with them. Right. Yeah. There was, there was. I think I was the only one up there again, and the yeah. other three people um, were the stewards. Um, I think there was three up there. So hunkered down by a rock because it was so windy. Um, so I ran down Marcy, bust out skylight. Again, no view. I haven't seen anything since I've, the two times I've been up there. Um, bust out gray. Yeah. It starts sprinkling when I'm on gray, and I'm like, great. I wonder what it's like on Marcy. By the time I get back to Marcy, it is pouring. Good thing you got that rain jacket. Pouring. The rain jacket was not on. It was in my pack. That I dropped. All I had on was my Go Light wind jacket, which does nothing anyways. I don't even know why I took that thing. So it was so windy, so cold. Going up Marcy, I actually didn't slip much going back up. I, I didn't even have to walk much. It was so windy. It was just like tailwind going up. I was my hands were freezing. My core temperature like had dropped. I was like, I, I was in bad shape. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> And now you got to come down, Marcy, right? Yeah, so then it went down the other side to my pack, got my rain jacket and all that. And junk after you're on. already soaked, like, it doesn't make much of a difference. It's like no point in putting it on, but I, I felt like I should. It's like, <laughs> the, but it, rain gear does not keep you warm, I found. No. It does not. No, because um, you get the, and if you're already wet, yeah, the water's already inside. inside. It does not keep you warm. So mm. I was freezing and still had to do the range. <laughs> 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 or not and which i had already known that i was going to be doing this right the range at night which i was like i could care less because i'm doing the range slow anyways right i'm just going to be slogging over it um yeah but there's some stuff on the range man well i mean i just you know if if it's nighttime and i'm headlamping i'm not going to be going at some crazy speed anyways so i'm like i can make it through right mm-hmm. um however the monsoon that had happened and I had no idea when it was going to stop. I was hoping it was just going to pass. I get to drop my pack at the wrong trail. Because all I was thinking about was dying of hypothermia if the temperature dropped again. <laughs> so I drop my pack and I get over. This is Haystack a mile away. And I get over to the next trail that says Haystack like a mile and a half away. You know, like the next one. And I was like, oh, my God. So I had to go back and get my pack. So dumb. A mile. It's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but I was flustered. Yeah. Because I was freezing. You're messed up. And I man. was like, um, yeah. So, anyways, got my pack, went back, tried to do haystack. It was like slippery. And like, I know haystack is windy. It's mm-hmm. so windy too. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to die if temperature drops. So. I descended down to Slant Rock Lean To. Yeah, where where you made your made your home. I made my home. Had I had a like an amazing like all season tent, I could have just set up shop right below Haystack, where all the other people were (laughs) in their tents. (laughs) And uh, but I had a bivy, which would not have 
done anything for me at this point. <laughs> and there was no room in any of those tents. Huh? No, I was, I thought about like I thought about asking somebody if I could I, just sleep in there. I smell fresh and clean. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to keep my feet on this side of the yeah, tent. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I got down to the lean-to and uh, put on my pair of dry clothes or whatever. And yeah. It was fairly warm in there. Yeah. Went to sleep. Went to sleep. Woke up. Earned, earned another night's sleep. That's right. I actually <laughs> slept well in the bivy again because I well, was exhausted. Well, you I'm got sure. to have that mesh open. And you got again, to, yeah, right? You're using the bivy for what it's for. Exhaustion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then uh, the next day. Where I do nothing. Yeah, day five. I wake up and it's still raining and I'm still freezing. And I was so miserable and tired of being cold. And I did not want to go over the range yeah. in the cold. No. And in the rain. No. And so. I knew on the other side of it there was nowhere to camp, no lean-to for this bivy. <laughs> if I had a tent, I may have, may have tried it because on the other side I could have just camped in a tent or whatever, right? But I did not know when the rain was going to stop. No idea. So <laughs> I was like, screw this. I'm not leaving until the sun comes out. Yeah. So I just slept off and on that day. Took a zero. Took zero. It was yeah. tough. At one point I packed up because it kind of like stopped raining. But I was sitting there looking at Basin in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And like I was like, oh, the range is so open. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah. So I, I suited up to go. And then I was like, started raining again. I was like, no. Oh. So I put everything back out and, um, yeah, stayed there. And slept. Slept. And tried not to eat all my food. That was when I realized I was pretty low on food at that point. Yeah. I was now, like, uh-oh. Now, you had said that this is, this is on your mind. The time and everything's on your mind. The records, all yeah. the, everything. So you're sitting there in this lean-to. You didn't even bring a deck of cards. Like. No. I wrote my stupid blog report thing. <laughs> nice, dude. That's, <laughs> that's a, what I did. That's a good use of your time. Yeah, in between like naps, I just like I would type on that thing. And that's good. Yeah, slightly slightly depressed because I knew there's no way I could finish in seven days. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with that, um, and then thinking that like even if I had continued on, I'd, it would have been close, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, whatever. Yeah. I'm still going to finish this thing. So Right. Yeah, I mean, you're already. Yeah. But Mertzlock actually texted me. I woke up the next day, and he had texted me on the alarm because I didn't have service, obviously. Yeah. And, w- and I turned it off at one point um, in the afternoon. But uh, he had suggested that I go do Big Slide as an option on that day where I was doing nothing. And I was like, oh, I wish I had gotten that. Yeah, because then I could have at least done, you know, baseline, which I would have done mm-hmm. for sure. Because um, you're like right there. Well, I mean, it still would have been some mileage, and I think mm-hmm. he sent it. I think he said he sent it like in the afternoon, so it would have been kind of like, eh. But it still would have been not like it would have been a good thing to do. Like, I just didn't want to go over the range in the cold in yeah. the rain, right? Like I would have went and done big slide or whatever. So, yeah. um, so yeah. Anyways, well, that was that. Go. I did Hang nothing. Up. Doing nothing. Did nothing. All right. Day six now. But now you're refreshed. You're rejuvenated. You're reinvigorated, right? That's right. I you're wake st- up at... And at this point, you're through about 30-something 30, 30 peaks, right? I mean... No idea. Yeah. I, know, I mean, we, right? should, we should have been keeping some count here. I some, I mean, for a guy who did all of them, you figure like you'd be able to keep track of this And I have no idea. 
people were asking me how many I had done when I was on the on the uh, the journey there, and I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, but yeah. So now you're you're gonna do haystack. You're gonna do the range. Yeah, you're gonna get to Colvin. Try to get over to Colvin. All right, and you're feeling fresh, right? Fresh as a daisy. Feeling okay. Feeling okay. It was actually quite warm, and it was morning time, so I was. I think I started at like two mm-hmm. that morning or something, two or three, something like that. I woke up at two maybe. Um, tried to be very quiet because there was a couple of um, French Canadians sleeping in the old lean-to next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, though, yeah, got a pace deck, sunrise, mm-hmm. something. That's that. And you saw yeah. the sunrise on Haystack? Yeah. It was that's very, cool. very windy as usual. But yeah. Um, but that's not something a lot of people do. They don't yeah. leave in time to get a sunrise right. on Haystack. So. Yeah, I think I was up there at five or something. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. Did you sit down and write in your journal? And no, I did not. No? No, I don't know if I could ever sit on top of Haystack. It's so windy. <laughs> <laughs> it was so windy. Like, I had to stop. It was like pushing me. Like, when I was coming back down, like, it was like I was running. Like, I'd have to, like... Literally, like it was so windy, um, and still a bit slippery from obviously all the rain before, and then onto the range, the rest of the range. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I bet you Dave could figure out how to chill on haystack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. your boy Dave. Yeah, he said that he even brings his like wine skin and drinks some wine up there. Stuff yeah. too. I'm like, yeah. man, dude's living it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like all I got, all I got these wet <laughs> socks and this jerky, <laughs> jerky and some peanut M and M's. Yeah, how's the uh, how's the cheddar Chex mix going at this point in time? Oh, that was my favorite. I think of yeah. everything. Yeah, that's Actually. good stuff. I like the cheddar Chex mix. Yeah. Um. All right. The Fritos so. were were kind of uh, uh, too salty. Mm-hmm. Like I found that when I would eat them, like I needed to drink like you know, like three liters of water oh, with them or I would be dehydrated. <laughs> like, so I kind of put those off. Like, yeah. yeah. Emergency food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now you're on the range, right? Yeah. I had one fall on the range, busted my nose up, which is pretty fun. And yeah. that's it. I, I mean, the people, ra- people work forever to get to the range and be able to do it. And you're like, yeah, just up, oh, down, no, fell. Mm, well, no. I mean, I was trying to, milk my water because there's no range or water on the range or whatever um although because of all the rain going up basin and saddleback there was plenty of water i was pretty much walking like in the water the whole time so i was like kind of laughing they're like haha there's no water in the range and, uh <laughs> just drinking water as i went and then i think after saddleback it was completely dry just trying to, so the the storm was like just over you, <laughs> so just on me apparently. Right. Nice. So yeah, the range is the range, you know. Slogged the slogged the way through it. Um, the way down to Saw Teeth was a lot longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Saw some folks, older couple on Saw Teeth, chatted with them for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, then back on my way. Back on your way. Pyramid right? is great. I yeah. love Pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a forty six there. <laughs> really should. Well, and it's, it's it's too close to Gothics is the reason it's not, which is ridiculous. Well, they got to be separated, right? By, yeah, by, by three quarters, far, three quarters of a mile. No, is that I, what it is? I, I think it's three quarters is, of a mile. They could definitely take out another peak and put pyramid in. 
<laughs> probably like take out Blake maybe, but yeah. So the range is the range, man. I was like, uh, by the time I got to, I was pretty low. Um, around like upper wolf jaws, hot, finally, mm-hmm. which I was <laughs> completely fine with, but um, it kind of like run out of water and stuff. It's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Then I saw Murtzak. There you go. Just came popped out of nowhere. Um, which I mean didn't really help me. I was still low as <laughs> I was like <laughs> I could hardly move. Um, and I just yeah walked down to Lower Wolfjaw. And up lower wolf jaw. I do love that picture. It's yeah. like one of my favorite pictures <laughs> ever. I, I was asking him. I asked Murtak if you tried to sell him a bottle of moonshine. <laughs> that hat was great to keep the sun yeah. out of my face. Yeah. However, it did keep the heat on me. Yeah. Not we'll have to throw that, that in the show notes. Yeah. Because that's, sure. that's a quality picture. Love it. Um, All right. But, yeah, at that point I was kind of like, like I said, dehydrated, low. Yeah, just telling Murtzak, I was just like, I just need to sit down and drink a bunch of water because I'd been kind of going for a while. On just um, a little bit of water, as yeah, little as you could. Yeah, yeah, and I ran into some people that were that had left like Upper Wolfjaw like a long time before me, and I was like, huh, at least I'm still going. You know, keeping up with casual hikers, right? <laughs> at least I'm still like moving. It doesn't feel like you're moving. Um, but yeah, got down, drank a bunch of water. Yeah, and so when Murtzak shows up, did you say like, "So where's your car? Let's no. get out of here." I was just, no, <laughs> no. But I was miserable. Yeah, but um, definite low point. But now, are you are you sort of smelling the barn, as they say? Are you are you feeling the end near, or do you still no. feel like oh this thing? Oh my gosh, is never I'm still end? like this is never gonna end. <laughs> I have so far to go. All I wanted to do was get over the dicks range right because mm-hmm. then that's when i was like okay like that's when, that's you when can I walk was, on the road for a little while like, yeah which was not pleasant at all <laughs> um <laughs> it was actually probably worse than anything else it's like those road mm-hmm. sections and oh, the yeah. dirt road sections allen and blah 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 yeah. all that stuff is just terrible but yeah um anyways so yeah I left Mertzak after drinking a bunch of water and hanging out and made a little error in my directions on my way up this Colvin. is the second time you looked at your map <laughs> yeah yeah i looked at my map here at this point for sure trying to figure out that whatever is going on at the Osable, the east river trail this whole little section i'm so confused i was looking at the map i'm like i have no idea what's going on right now all i knew is i had to get back down to the lake road right so i just followed the sign that said lake road and i'm like this just feels so wrong but whatever so I came out on Lake Road, right? Um, but Hooray! It, yeah, right? But in my mind, I was thinking I was going to come out a lot further up, mm-hmm. but I came out a lot lower um, because of my wrong turn. And then I was going to camp at the Gilbrook campsites or whatever. Um, anyways, my plan, I was going to have to go up the Fishhawk Cliffs. So that's all I had in my mind. Um, so I kept walking on that road all the way to the Fishhawk Cliffs, and I passed up the two ways to go up Colvin, like go up Gilbrook, to the campsite. So, and then I went, and I realized that as I was going to Fishhawk Cliffs, I was like, "This is so stupid! Like, I, I could have already been there by now." 
Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, I like went all the way around this big loop. Frustrating. And yeah, I was like, whatever. But <laughs> it's like that was stupid. It's like people are probably laughing, watching the Every, tracking. Everybody's like, Just "Oh my like, god, he's so dumb!" It's like, right what now. is he doing right now? He's so dumb. It's like watching a Truman Show. It's like, what? <laughs> why doesn't he know that there's cameras it's everywhere? Like, uh, yeah. So that was that. Then I stopped. I, my plan was only I did not want a headlamp or anything, so I stopped. I think it's seven that night. Mm-hmm. Stopped early. Chilled out. Passed right. out. So more, and now day seven, right? Like. Is it day seven? Yeah. Already? I mean, we're cruising. Oh, man. Yeah, that's how it goes. One, you think You think you got it forever left, and then suddenly you're almost dead. And it's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. But this is, to me, like, this is this is where it got real, like, day seven, right? Because now um, you're realizing, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to beat seven days, whatever. Yeah. And you're 14 like, hours, yeah. Yeah, seven days and 14 hours and 30-something minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, and you're, you're like, ah, great. I did this all for nothing. No, I still <laughs> wanted to finish um, because I just couldn't. I still don't believe that nobody's finished it by themselves, like unsupported. Right. I just, I'm like, and somebody has to have, like, right. has so to the, have done it. And so. that's that's the difference between um, Jan and Corey they did it together together right but on the fkt site i don't think they mm-hmm. like they don't separate so apparently i was reading like the rules or whatever mm-hmm. and i guess that you can have a group as long as you start and finish with the same group and same people and it's still unsupported mm-hmm. so technically they don't you know it's not solo or two people or whatever right. they don't separate it all the, the main so rule it's is just you gotta you you gotta carry everything just carry use, everything right? or whatever yeah yeah and use it um so yeah so I guess, like, if you were going to do it, is you would take a good hill person, right? Mm-hmm. A good uphill person, a good downhill person, a good flat person, and you guys would just lead each other the whole way, right? I guess. I don't know. Or you'd maybe have somebody that could read a map. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jeff. <laughs> Shade number two on Jeff Green. Um yeah, you just chose to, instead of reading a map wrong, you just chose not to read one. Uh, yeah, I didn't look. That's uh, a whole man, I, I, like... A lot of time, I have a lot of time to think about these things, right? So I just played it over and over in my head because, like, massaging half the time, nobody talks to me. So it's just, like, thinking about, like, the route or whatever. So anyways. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah, day seven. Day seven. All right. So where you're going here, um, you got uh, to the base of Colvin, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So now it's time to get get up over Colvin, and you got Blake, Nippletop, Dial. That's a nice day. Mm-hmm. But throw the dicks range on top of it. Right. And then uh, get ready for giant. Yeah, to get to giant. All right. So. Uh, Which, going into this, I had no idea where I was going to be. Like, I had no plans, right? right. So I was yeah. just like, whatever. Yeah, you're kind of just <laughs> It's just like, this. go, right? Yeah. I didn't want to, like, be like, I want to get to this campsite. Yeah, I and think the only, the only thing really that you knew you were going to do was... This is the first two days. Well, yeah, was Alan Redfield Bushwhack. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was your... Yeah, the first the first day or two, like, I knew that. And after that, it was just like, go. Like, I have no idea how I'm going to be moving. I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. Where, like, Jan and Corey had, like, a perfect, you know, perfect plan. It mm-hmm. was, like, here to here to yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, Jan, Jan lives up there, so... And they did the loop. Yeah, he yeah. knows the so deal. So they knew, yeah. Those are, those are like street corners 
to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like get here at this one, turn left at this one, go down the road right. at this one. Yeah. Yeah. But for you, you're like, I'd been on them once, right? You're like, well, what am I, the, what am I doing? Yeah. Want to see me fall down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fell so many times. It's so bad. I have no idea. <laughs> um, all right. So Colvin, uneventful and then your favorite yeah, i love the view at colvin's great yeah so colvin was great yeah but blake is terrible i literally like walked up took a picture of the rock at the top of blake turned around and started walking back um <laughs> yeah you've been dissing blake since you've been going up to the adirondack uh, i'm pretty sure well it's just there's just nothing up there so yeah. i don't know but it, colvin's pretty good colvin's great yeah nipple top's great dial's great I was dreading the climb up the nipple top. I've done it um, a few times. Um, not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. However, that's when I found my buddy, Kenny. Kenny. Kenny from Connecticut. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who had just started hiking, like, recently, I guess, the last year or so. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Great dude. Yeah. So he was, he was like, like, very excited and, like, at you know, talking to me about all kinds of things and asking me all sorts of questions and kept my mind off of that stupid long climb up Nipple Top. Um, so I just kind of followed him. I didn't have to think about anything. I didn't, like, push the pace. I didn't do anything. And, uh, yeah, so it was great. Got to Nipple Top. It was great. Usual. Yeah. Great view. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And then down. And then down the dial. And this is your second unseen bushwhack. No, I've seen I've seen oh. gravestone twice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen gravestone twice. I did it with Mort earlier as kind of like a training thing, and I did it with uh, Mertzak and Jeff last year, um, where I did not realize that it would be snowing at the end of September <laughs> on the top of the Dix Range, and I was freezing yet again. Yet again. Story <laughs> of my life in, in the Adirondacks. Um, <laughs> So, so, all right. Yeah. So the and the reason why you're gonna do this the the gravestone bushwhack uh-huh. to go from dial to Dix to Dix range is because again it cuts off a ton of mileage, right. right? Yes. And and in this one though, this one's a little bit more difficult. No, this one's easy. Oh, this one's easier. Easy. Huh. This one's easy. This one's this one will be. This one is actually somewhat marked now. There's like ribbons on it. Oh, okay. So like. Before too long, like a lot of people use it. Yeah, so it's going to be a trail gonna be, soon. It's pretty much a trail now. Yeah. Um, pretty much, except yeah. for like the top part where you drop in. Right. Um, but once you get down to the brook, there's flags like every so often. There's like little markers, mm-hmm. and then you kind of bounce in and out or whatever. And Kenny joined me. Kenny, oh, yeah? Kenny joined me for the bushwhack. He was hmm. he was not planning on it. No. Um, but he was excited. He was like before I was like. When I left Dial, I was like, all right, man, I got to go. He's like, hmm, maybe I'll go on this bushwhack with you. And he was asking me about it. He was so skeptical that I knew what I was doing, right? He's like, so like, he made me pull out the map. So I had to look at the map again, right? And we had to make sure he could get back to his car. Um, but we did, and he was like, I'm going to do it, man. Yeah. So he did. And he was, he was loving it. He's yeah. like a little kid, man. He was flying down that thing. Um, so anyways, yeah. Down there. Super excited. Onto the Dix Range. All right. Onto the Dix Range, which yeah. is... So Dix was my first ever nice. peak. First. Nice. I love it. Whew. It might be my favorite range. Yeah. Well... I guess. I only went up Dix. That was it. But we went up um, basically up a stream because we went up in July and it was nice and wet. And it was streams and black flies. 
Uh-huh. Um, so it was, it was a um a wake up call for my first peak. It was nice. Yeah. Which way did you go? Did you go up the Beckhorn or whatever? Yeah. From so, uh, so the way basically was that Elk Lake. Yeah, basically you're going up rocks the whole way up a, a, a stream, and rocks are water yeah, coming down up that the rocks. way. Yeah. yeah. So basically, we camped at the base. Death marched it up to the top. Uh-huh. <laughs> came back down, eaten by black flies the whole time. It was uh, awesome. They never bothered me. I don't yeah. ever, like everybody always like black fly season, and I'm like, I they don't ever. Oof. I get, I get. I mean, like, if I stop at a peak, I guess maybe. I get giant welts, giant. Ooh, man, it's nasty. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. So, anyways, so dicks, love it. Anything cool happen? No, it was just. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm not asking a trick question here. <laughs> no, not really, man. I mean. Of course, I knew there's no water in the Dix Range, and yeah. like every time I do it, it's like so hot and muggy, and I'm always dehydrated. Like I never have enough water; I always run out. Um, so I was hoping that the water was running off the slide. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was really hoping that it like was not just like a couple of time thing, and it was a, you know, frequent mm-hmm. thing, um, which it was running. So I like stopped there, and that's where all those like French Canadians came out, and I was just standing there in my little shorts, <laughs> like <laughs> no shoes. All cut up, drinking water, looking like death, um, <laughs> out on the slide because they just pop out of the woods like one at a time, and just stare at me. Um, so, yeah, I sat there and drank a bunch of water before I went over and yep. started the slog up dicks, uh, which I had died on like previous with Mort in the in the heat, like a month before or whatever when we had done it, and I was just like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, once it got up there, chilled, made quick work of the Dix range. I think it's the range I've done the most somehow. Yeah. I think I've done it four times now. Um, but I love going down the backside of South Dix there on the rocks. Flew over to Macomb, flew back. Was trying to hurry. Took a piece of run gum. That was my plan when I got to the top take my other piece yeah it's flying around the dicks range and uh uh yeah i was trying to get down to the river um before dark and i did not make that so then i had to find all the cairns and everything like crossing the rivers at night and like back and forth and it's it's like miserable and yeah so how do you how do you do that you got to throw your headlamp on and yeah it was just how do you know you're going how do you know you're doing it right I didn't. I took so many wrong turns. I was like standing there, like one side of the like, the the river, looking across with my headlamp. I couldn't see across. Sometimes I couldn't see the Karens if they were like further down the river. As like back and forth, I was like, uh, so yeah, made a bunch, of, couple wrong turns, couple down the river the wrong way, up the whatever, <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, there it is, and so yeah finally got to the like actual herd path and which is easy and long and boring and got out to 73 and then that's the end of your night you're sleeping on the side of the road on 73 no no i had the hike to uh which is like three miles of giant i think from there yeah to the base of the trailhead record had texted me that she was going to find me yeah so every car i was thinking like it's going to be Laura. I'm not stopping till Laura sees me. And uh, 
never saw her, so I never stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's where I've got into some trouble with water and whatever and was dehydrated. So I finally got to, yeah, the trailhead. And I was like, I'll go up to the wash bowl and camp, which is 0.7 miles. And I slogged my way up for 0.7 miles, leaning on my poles. It was, it had to be the longest, like 0.7 miles of my life. I was like, (laughs) I was so miserable. I was so out of it. Um, from a dehydration standpoint and, uh, yeah, finally got up there and sat on a rock. So like drank a bunch of water and listened to the frogs. So like on day seven was, I mean, it sounds like you're just basically going through it. Uh, was there any points where you, I mean, the part with the French Canadians had to be funny and humorous. Yeah, right? yeah that like, was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but are, are there points where you're, are you still going like, I'm enjoying this. I'm having on fun. On the Dix range, I did. I had yeah. fun on the Dix range. It's the run gum, man. <laughs> I had so much energy. It's like, I think I could probably, next time I do it, I think I could just take run gum and like live off of it for the entirety of it. Um, so yeah, I had fun there. Like I was in attack mode, right? So there was surprisingly like most of this, I was just slogging it out. Like I was just like overwhelmed thinking how far I had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a few moments where I was like in attack mode and like really just like power hike and just, you know, attack. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the Dix range, I was like, like I said, I, I, I guess is my favorite actually. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've done it the most. So I like flew through it and had mm-hmm. fun and, uh, um, yeah. So, so yeah, slogged up there. <laughs> it took me like, <laughs> like 45 minutes to set up the bivy and the sleeping pad or something. I was so <laughs> out of it. I was like, I was so frustrated. It was like two thirty in the morning. And I was like thinking I could just go ahead and do giant, but I was so low and dehydrated. I was like, it's not a good idea. Plus it was lightning up there. Not well, um, yeah. 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 I guess some <laughs> heat lightning stuff. So I was like, it's probably not a good idea. Um, so yeah, it took me so long to set to set that stuff up, and like, I was I was I almost just like I'm gonna sleep on the ground, um, but then I looked down and there was just ants everywhere. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so anyways, I climbed in the bivy and passed out before I plugged anything in, like yeah. the charge. That, you just um, went to sleep and I passed out. Yeah, woke up. I don't even I didn't even set my alarm. I woke up at eight or something. Started at eight or eight thirty, and it was already hot. Yeah, so I had to go up giant. So you wake up another late start. Another late start. It's already it's already a bad day. <laughs> but this is day eight, and your goal at, at the end of this now is to be done. Yeah, like you don't want to go into a day nine here. No. All right, uh, you got a lot left. I mean, not only do you have a lot of peaks left, you have a lot of miles. A lot of miles, <laughs> right? Because. Because I'm no expert, but as far as I know, Whiteface is a long ways away. <laughs> it's a long way away from Porter and Cascade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you got Giant, Rocky Peak, Big Slide, Porter, Cascade, Whiteface, and Esther. Uh-huh. And Esther's not the most like romantic finishing point. No, I mean, it's not. but that's the I, I did make it romantic though. I kissed the plaque. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then spoiler alert. <laughs> um, all right, so your giant is nice and steamy and hot. Oh gosh, yeah. So I'm like slogging up this thing and already dehydrated <laughs> before I even started. I was like, I probably should have drank some water. Um, but oh well. You were at the water, right? You. Can't. Well, I was a little bit above the water, but I was so lazy I didn't want to walk back down. Um, <laughs> lazy is really kind of the theme of this whole thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? I was like, this is supposed to be a speed effort, and I'm just being lazy and starting at 8 o'clock or whatever. Like, it's just, like, nothing. Like, whatever. Um, but then I get to this the junction to turn up there, and I got so confused thinking I was on the wrong trail. This is, the like, another legit time I looked at the map, and I'll look at it, and I was like, I went the wrong way. Great. So I start going back down. I was like, whatever. At least I can drink some water and plug in my phone. <laughs> so I went back down, plug in my phone, go down to the wash bowl, sitting there on the rock, drinking water. I was like, I should look at my map again. <laughs> I look at it. I was like, oh, that was the right way. <laughs> look, I don't know what I was looking at. I was like, oh, I must still be asleep or really out of it or something. So, yeah. So anyway, I just started walking back up. Back the point three miles that I just walked back down, up and down, and uh, yeah, slog my way up giant. Um, and as this this one dude was coming down, uh, they must have started early, but he's just <laughs> before eight thirty, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he just looks at me and is like, "Man, you look rough." <laughs> like, thanks, dude. Um, as he went by. And I was like, I just started this thing. So that seemingly took forever, of course, at yeah. the giant. And it's just straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but still, I passed a couple of the casual hikers. So I'm like, at least I'm moving, right? And I was like, because yeah. it does not feel like you're moving at this point. Like, I'm like, this just feels like a death march. <laughs> and it's so hot. Yeah. I really didn't put any sunscreen on because I was like, I'm just going to bounce up, bounce back, you know, as uh, whatever. Um yeah, I got the giant chilled. Super hot. Whatever. Yeah. Come back down. Super hot. Went to Rocky Peak, obviously. Yeah. Um, by the time I got to Rocky Peak, I was like so thirsty. I was hoping for some water, but there was no water anywhere. Um. So I sat in the shade. I saw like this, you know, there's some puddles sometimes on the summit, <laughs> some little puddles. <laughs> so I was trying to put that in my water filter, like scoop it in, but <laughs> I couldn't really get any water. It was just like rocks. And I was like, uh, I got to slog my way back. Um, oh yeah. Anyways, whatever. It's all uneventful stuff going back. I don't know. I know. That's the stuff. That's the stuff people want to know that you're <laughs> you're sipping on puddles out of cracks at the peak of a mountain. Yeah. So like, yeah. And then every people love to hear about every the mud puddle that I was like, I went by. I was like, I could just fill up in this nasty mud puddle. And I was like, eh, I think I can make it down back to the wash bowl. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I finally got down and drank a bunch of water. Yeah. Saw Murtzak. Yeah, Murtzak's just wandering through the mountains yeah, at this point. Yeah, just pops it? up somewhere, yeah. And uh, organized my things. At this point, I had nothing left, hardly, as far as food goes. I had, like, jerky and a few M&Ms, like one bag of jerky. Mm-hmm. 
Now you come tailwind, right? So now you're going to go over and do Cascade and Porter, right? The big slide, then Cascade right. and Porter, big slide, and uh, yeah. So you go across, you cross the street, cross seventy three to Cascade and Porter. Now those big are slide. sorry. Got to hit big slide first. That's where the ranger was there, and he's very worried. <laughs> he's very concerned he's about like, your safety. Very concerned. Okay, very concerned. so, so you like, go up big slide. He's like, "Don't do it, guys. Yeah. It's hot. We've had yeah. people that have been dehydrated and blah 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 blah." He tries to talk us out of it. I'm like, "Dude, I've been out in the sun all day. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a perfectly good like, reason to let me go." It's like five o'clock at night right now. There's not much heat and sun left. Um. So, anyways, yeah, up and down big slide. That's see. That's why. So that's why we had to do it. We had to what? do it so you could say you went up it and down it. Up and down it, and had to go all the way around because they closed the trail this se- this season because the private landowners uh, mm. pulled the trail from the garden. Mm. So Ooh. they're rerouting the trail this season, and it won't be open till the next season. So I had to go instead of going up to Porter from the garden, mm-hmm. I had to go over to Marcy Field, which is like five miles of road. Yep. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. I believe both trails are actually like four miles. I believe they're the same. However, I have never been up Porter from the garden, but it cannot be as bad as what I went through. <laughs> so you went Porter first and then Cascading. Yeah. 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 You snuck up. So the then back I way. went up. I went up uh, from Marcy Field up Blueberry Mountain, mm-hmm. popped me some run gum. <laughs> that was when I got excited because I found my run gum. And so I had like two packs left i think it was and i was like saving them for like <laughs> certain points or whatever so you know it was like two in the morning when i started yeah i decided to go all night so i dropped just, my pack just, which just breaking through. the rules but whatever so i uh so you left your pack like on the side of the road yeah when i came down to giant yeah so uh just went with my little fuel belt with some th- dry bags clipped on with my the rest of my food. Yeah, and I guess I guess my thought is like, uh, I get uh, like you know you're dropping it at the base and going up to a peak and coming back mm-hmm. down, but this was you're dropping Drop it, it for good, and yeah. you're not going to come back to it till like you consider right. yourself done so and done. you come back right. and get it. Which I get makes sense that you know I guess it makes sense you can't do that, but I didn't know so whatever, 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 whatever rules. So yeah. Um but the, but despite those rules, um you still are it is still acknowledged as the F- the solo unsupported FKT on on the pro boards is still there. I guess so. It's yeah, just yeah, somebody, it's on some, there. Yeah, yeah, somebody makes a just note. Just like just like they made the note that like a hike with friends or whatever, but mm-hmm. the reason why I was fine with that is because Jan and Corey also mm-hmm. like, in their report had like Five people, I think, go up big slide with them. So yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Well, right? and and it's not like these people are bringing you pizzas, right. or anything. Exactly. And know? plus, I was like, uh, it hasn't been done before, right? So yeah. I'm like, whatever I do, yeah, then somebody can do it and do it the correct way, right? Right. So You're just so showing that I'm it just can be done. setting a baseline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's mm-hmm. just a dry run, mm-hmm. just to set a baseline. You want to do it better? Just bring a waist belt, right? Bring a waist <laughs> belt and some run gum. <laughs> So, all right. So you go up, you go through Blueberry, the Blueberry yeah, Field. Yeah, it's terrible. It's got, such always, a, it's got such a pretty name. I know. I've always thought that it was so easy, be, maybe because of the name. I have no idea. But, um, man, 
it was just straight up and i was just laughing and my like laughing the whole time it's, it's so funny because the other way if you go up cascade from 73 and you uh-huh. go cascade and porter it's like super easy it's no, like, but it's more road. You got to walk all the way around. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like the other side to go oh, up yeah. Cascade and go yeah. over to Porter is like cake, right? Yeah, yeah, blueberry cake maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so miserable. Like, um, well, I thought it was funny, like Blueberry Mountain. I was just like, I was just found it humorous that it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing that huge ridge that I always see when I'm driving. Then I'm always like, that looks so brutal. And I was like, I realized I was doing that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm in trouble. So anyways, yeah. So you did it. Yeah, I did it. It took me forever. Get up to Porter. Get up to Porter. Miserable. No, nothing to I was see a little there. Upset, nothing. A little upset. I felt like it took way too long. Um, well, it's the middle of the night, right? Yeah, and I was I was in attack mode for most of it, too. I mean, I was cruising yeah. um, as best I could. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, got to... Porter took a picture, flew over to Cascade in like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something. Now, from Cascade, can't you, at night, can't you see like all of Keene, Keene Valley? Can't you go to get like a nice view? I was at Porter and Cascade in the morning. Oh. Sun was up. Wow. Blueberry Mountain. It oh. took you all night. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> I thought when you've meant so long, you meant like the other so longs. No. Where it felt like forever, but no. it really was. No, this <laughs> took four. Ever. Yeah, dude, all night. It took me at least, so it's supposedly a four-mile trail. I feel like that's short. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, was like, I was moving well, and um, Blueberry Mountain, great view up there. That's I saw. Yeah. You can see Keen from up there. It was nighttime. It was great. Full moon. Awesome. And uh, um, But then the rest of the way up Porter was supposed to be like 1.7 miles or something, and that took, it took me like four hours, I feel all like. Night. It was just... <laughs> It kept going and going. It was not fun. Uh, it was miserable. Uh, it wasn't like, it was just like, kind of like a picky technical stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It was like little logs and sticks and blah, blah, blah. It was just miserable. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So I was, it was morning by the time I got up to. So then you yeah. come down Cascade to 73. Mm-hmm. And now you got to get to Whiteface. Mm-hmm. Now, when you come off Cascade, on your way to Whiteface, you got to go basically north on 73 up to Keene, right? Keene Valley. Mm-hmm. On the right-hand side of the road there, there's a, there's a little place. <laughs> like right at the end, you come off Cascade, there's a little place called Noonmark Diner right there. Oh, right? yeah, before. This was way before. This is on the way to Big Slide, Noonmark. No, so when, okay, because you you didn't, but you came down Cascade onto 73, right? And then you got to go north. That's how you get to Noonmark Diner. Dude, no. From Giant to Big Slide on the road was when we crossed, when we went through um, Kane and saw Noonmark. And it was like midday mm. on the way to Big Slide. Mm-hmm. And I was really hungry. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, Yan and Corey mentioned it too, and theirs is just miserable walking past walk Newmark. It's just miserable. I don't think I've even drove past that place. Yeah, I think right. I always have just to stop and buy a pie or but, something. Uh, yeah, so I guess I maybe I should have looked at a map. Yeah, you should look at the map. <laughs> I'm a little turned around. See? Yeah, um, yeah, you are because I because you come out on the other side, like wait before the big downhill, mm. right? I mean, where the Cascade, yeah, Porter, yeah, you come out there, and I'm hanging a left, and you go right to go to Newmark. I mean, you come off. 
Yeah. Down by the lakes. I should yeah. look at a map. All right. So you got to get to Whiteface. Yeah. So All you right. walk the road miserably. All the way. In the sun, in the mm-hmm. hotness. There's another, you know, by mm-hmm. the end of it, it was like 90 or something. But now you've stayed awake all night. Yeah. All right. So this is like 830 in the morning, hiking through the night. Uh-huh. Now, now sun's coming up and you have miles to go to get to Whiteface. Mm-hmm. And you're just walking. Walking on the road. Anybody beeping at you, calling you Gump or anything? No. 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 Nobody's gumping you? Nobody. Nobody stopped? One guy offered a ride. I was going to say, anybody asked one, if, like, one guy, if you were lost or homeless or one anything? One guy, uh, at, he, he's like, where are you headed? And I mm. told him, he's like, I can drive you like <laughs> down the road. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. It's um, kind of, that's one rule. Yeah. Not, you're not that's the break. rule I'm not going to break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now this is like 4th of July, right? Or 2nd of July at this point? The 2nd, yes. The 2nd of July, right? Monday. Right, so you're climbing up Whiteface, right? That's the way you did it. You just went. Now, did you take the the access road up Whiteface? How did you? There's like 17 ways to go up Whiteface. What way did you go? Connery Pond. Okay. From Connery Pond. All right. Anything exciting and fun and eventful happen on Whiteface? Um, it took me forever to get up there. Um, no, but as I was coming up, you know, the tourists, like I could hear the tourists because, you know, the last part of it coming that way. The last little scramble, like they can see you or whatever. Um, so I'd heard them before, like as I was going up, and then I heard nothing. And then as I, like, get up to the top, some, like, worker guy it's like, Hey, you cl- uh, he said something. I was like, you hiking? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, man, he's like, I sent all the tourists home. You got you should probably get out of here. Um, there's a storm coming in. And he was all amped up, like running around. I was like, cool. I got to get to Esther. And he just kind of <laughs> looks at me and he looks over to Esther and he's like, it doesn't look too pretty over there. I was like, all right, cool. I got to go to Esther. <laughs> and so he's like, I was like, so he shows me where the trail is or whatever, and he like then he just literally just runs off. He's like, "I'm getting out of here," and he runs away. Um, he's like, "I'm not sticking around." He's like, "Take cover if you can," and I was like, "Cool." So I sat down on a rock, and like, like, great. I'm probably gonna die on white face, and a lightning storm or whatever. Um, I was on white face in a storm. It's not. It's it's. Yeah, not, it wasn't bad. It was. Oh, I, mine was. There was lightning all uh, over the place. Yeah. It's a little harrowing. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was lightning and there was some thundering and it did pour for like a few minutes on yeah. me. But uh, the lightning was a bit of ways. But it was definitely stormy and I was definitely ready to be done. So, I. You got two left. So at this point, we know now that you've done forty-four peaks. Forty-five. I was coming down white face. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, so now I you got, got one Esther. left, just Esther. Just Esther. So that's I, it. What did I do when I got there? Well, you kissed the rock is what we heard. Well, I popped a, a run gum. <laughs> 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 and I was trying to hurry in case it started storming. And so I, um, yeah, got over to the plaque, kissed the plaque, took a picture, and hightailed it back. And that's it. Now you had to go back and get your poles, right? Yeah, yeah, they were at the trailhead or whatever at mm-hmm. the turn, so went back and uh, I actually my last peak and I PR'd the out and back. Not yeah. bad, not bad. Right? Do you um do you consider like you were done when you kissed the plaque, or you're done when you no, get back to I your poles, down. or when no, you get when all you get the way down, back down, all the way down, yeah, all the way back down to like a road. 
Yeah, to the to the trail uh, trail register or whatever. So yep. um I don't know where Jan and Corey ended theirs, but mm. I decided to go I always go down to the lower one. I think there's two. There's one like yep. up at what is it, the North Pole or whatever. Yeah. Um and then there's like a snowmobile trail that I always take to the lower one. Um which is so I had two miles to go. So you get down and everybody's there and there's a huge party. People are popping champagne. Balloons are going off everywhere. Ladies are dancing. There's run gum flowing through the streets. Nick Simmons is there himself. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, there's nobody there. There's a big check. (laughs) (laughs) There was zero people there. Zero. So you're down. You get down to the bottom, Esther. You you get back to the trailhead. You do your signing. Nothing. Nothing. I yelled, Laura, <laughs> and I was like, I was trying to hurry, obviously, to get to noon mark because they closed at ten, right? And I knew it was like it was eight fifty when I finished. So, uh, eight fifty p.m. P.m. Yeah. Right. So this so is took a, me. This is a thirty-seven hour day. Yeah. 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 So I. uh yeah, yelled and there was nobody. And, and not for nothing. I mean, I'm not I'm not throwing shade or nothing, but it was 37 hours for uh 57 miles. Right. Mm. It's lame, right? And only seven peaks, I think, or something. The last seven counting like yeah, from giant and yeah. yeah. That's so the beginning and end of this is what's so rough, right? It's yeah. like 100 and something miles in like 15 peaks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's that just long haul on the road. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. So anyways, so you're shouting into the wilderness. <laughs> yeah, for Laura. And uh, it's like, maybe she can't hear me because there's like a big like waterfall thing there at that like trail register. And so then I pop around the corner of the parking lot and there's not a soul there. And I was like, great. <laughs> I hope I have cell phone reception. I guess I'll walk back to my car. (laughs) (laughs) So I sat down a rock and called her. Better have another piece of rug. (laughs) Right. I was all out. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, she was like, oh, I'm at the wrong one. And came down. Yeah. And that's that. That's that. Now it's done. And... So have you thought of have changed you, into some sandals and went, went to Nude Mark? Right, put a hurting on them food stores. Yeah, but not as good as I wanted to though. I yeah. couldn't eat much. You're tired. Um, it was a long yeah, day. I was tired. Yeah. Yeah. So have you thought about this much since then? I mean, it's been two yeah, weeks. Yeah, pretty much. That the next day, I was already thinking about like the next attempt and the next mm-hmm. things I would do differently and yeah, such. I mean, it's easy to ask mm-hmm. what would you diff- do differently, and you probably say like. Everything except the run gum. Everything, right, except run gum. And carry my pack the whole way and not have friends hike with me next time. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like this friends part is a little loose. Yeah, I I know. I was just reading another report of another trail thing I was looking at doing that I've wanted to do. And there's no mention in the note, but, like, of the FKT. But Mm -hmm. the guy says in his report, his buddy met him and hiked out a little bit with them or whatever you know yeah so but there, like, it was yeah. like unsolicited and it's not like there's any it's not like they're carrying you it's not like, right you know, well i what? guess rules change but it is kind of funny right like i could talk any stranger into mm-hmm. being like hey a man friend, like why don't, why don't you just hike kenny hike the yeah. rest of this with me bro yeah come on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and it would be fine mm-hmm. right because it's some yeah. stranger that just happened to be hiking the rest of- <laughs> I, I think it's i don't know i think that's 
I think that's why uh, they gave it to you, and then they just sort of put that there. Yeah, yeah. like, like I said, I think that things also change, right? Yeah, well, so and like, somebody could say, "How do we know they didn't give him a sandwich?" Yeah. And you'd be like, "Because they didn't give me a sandwich." Right. Yeah, you know? Whatever. But right. So things change. Right. So now you're thinking this was really your baseline, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I got one practice run under my belt. Exactly. Yep. And uh, so. If you if you're looking at this and somebody goes, dude, well, Strat did it and he didn't even run. Like he didn't run any of this stuff. Uh, he just yeah. hiked it, right? Like it's I the only th- reason that, that I could do it because <laughs> there wasn't a running FKT. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you know what? If I go out there and I run it, I could totally do this faster because it took him eight days and one day he slept in a lean to all day, and he uh-huh. didn't run at all. Like who's to say this can't be five days? It can be. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> First off, Beth Baris already sent me a message telling me congrats, but then also followed by a picture, a screenshot of somebody saying that he's going to go do it in August, yeah. break the record. So okay. um, it might not last very long. We'll see how far this dude you know, gets or drops it. But, yeah, definitely I think just hiking, I think plus with some bushwhacks, yeah. you know, I think it could be six-ish days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, if you stay up a few nights or whatever and hike through the night, obviously it can be lower, but... Get up a couple mornings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in the rain, too. The rain was a big deal in the weather. Right. I yeah. mean, that Jan says this to do in, like, September. First of September, I guess, is yeah. the better weather time. Nice and so, cool. Um, yeah, I guess probably less rainstorms and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so... So how's it how's it know. how's it feel, man? You got like yourself an FKT. I'm kind of I don't know. I kind of like him. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I don't know. It's kind of like what? What's it? I mean, when you think I mean, about it's, it. Well, I think that I don't really have it because it did not beat the seven days and fourteen hours. Is what uh, I think. I'm uh, kind of unsatisfied with that. So you need but, somebody. But I mean, it's great that i'm the first person supposedly which i still find hard to believe to finish (laughs) solo and you know the whole thing yeah um but you know now that there's now that it's active again Mm -hmm. it may be of course more attempts and people that don't know about it so yeah um, so somebody's gonna it's definitely cool somebody's gonna lower that a little bit so you can go back and set it for real next right yeah yeah set it you know you started you started the game back up exactly right i ignited it so, um, but yes, I definitely think just hiking, like easily, like maybe not easily is probably the wrong word, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, you know, seven days or whatever, six days, I think anything lower, you might have to run probably mm-hmm. a good portion or stay up, you know, treat it like a Barkley thing. Yeah. Just like attack and go and go just not sleep. Fall. Yeah. Just go. Ugh, Which I kind of messed around with the idea of doing, but it was my dry run, so I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to mess around with, like, not sleeping for four days. It feels like that, I mean, talking about, like, the the things that you, you, the few navigational errors you made where you thought you were going the wrong way, but you weren't, or when, like, you could have did, there were three chances for you to go into the trail and you walked past all of them. Like uh-huh. it feels like those could be magnified with lack of sleep. Yes. You know? Yes, definitely. So, yeah. But you know, there's, like I said, there's, I think some bushwhacks that would help mm-hmm. cut down some time. 
that I didn't do. The trail being closed, obviously, and having to go around. Um, Wonder if like starting at Esther, going worked. the other way. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that too, but I I don't know. I just yeah. think when you're so depleted and like dead, I. I think I would rather have the road and Whiteface and Esther left instead of Stewart's and Santa's. Like, I don't think I'd want to do that, like, it's dead. Not, yeah, I, that's not the safest place to be out of your wits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I get it. Get that, Get the worst over with first, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, I don't know. So, you feel different? You feel changed? I lost a lot of weight, so that's great. Yeah, and you got some deep hiking muscles now, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess so. We'll see. I've got some other <laughs> some other things going, so we'll see how the hiking muscles hold up. Do you have and my um, feet? You got yeah, do you got any you come out of this any worse for wear? Anything hurt? Anything broken? My feet are the worst. Yeah. I think it was that they seemed decent. Um, but I think the last thirty six hours I've never been on my feet for thirty six hours, right? I've never yeah. stayed up all night and done anything. So that was um cool to do, I guess. Um I think that is what got my feet were like swollen for like four days after that. Um, I'm sure you didn't do stuff like roll and ice and put them up over your head. And all I, that. I did do icing and putting yeah. them up over my oh, head. Oh, good. Record was there. She was <laughs> taking care of me. <laughs> <laughs> putting you back. We together. pretty much sat in a hotel room for the three days afterwards um, yeah. and didn't do much. Um, but yeah, they still ache. Um, just ran today. They still ache and hurt. Yeah, but still, you did but, twelve miles, eleven miles, and yeah. two hours. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. not bad for not running. I'm not bad not for even a runner being, anymore. Not bad right? for not being a runner. <laughs> I'm not a runner. So welcome to through hiking inside out podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's the only thing really that's messed up is the feet. Yeah, I mean, you look good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I I was a little upset from losing my biceps and things. <laughs> um. That was a little disheartening. Yeah, your arms are a little bit smaller. They're huh? tiny. I lost them. <laughs> like a week before I went on the trip, I was like, oh, because I've been like changed my diet and like smaller portions or whatever. And I was like, I think I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I weighed in at like 189, which was down like 20 pounds before I went into the trip. Yeah. And I weighed myself nine days after and I was still at 178. Whoa. So I probably was in the 160s, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's light for you. Yeah. It's light, but it feels great. Yeah. Light, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's like if I had tried this at 210, first off, I think my knees would have hurt or whatever. So it was good. I lost the weight before. And then, um, yeah, being small, I move. Yeah. It's great being smaller. Nice. Um, but I do miss my biceps. <laughs> 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 there you have it this is that was so dumb uh and this episode was not brought to you by nick simmons and run gum although nick simmons hmu bro hit me up i'll give you josh's uh i'll give you josh's contact info you'll never find a better a better ambassador than josh stratton if you notice that uh there was a slight little noise i'm sure those with uh that uh, that kind of attention might have noticed Josh Josh put back some run gum during the podcast episode or as he would call it popped one he popped a run gum to get up and excited for recording the episode with me it's just the way it is I mean he loves that stuff he is officially hooked 
So Simmons, he'll be out there. He'll be he'll be banging on doors telling people to try run gum. Hook him up. All right. So uh, be sure to check out the episode show notes at runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash 067 for links to some of the topics in the episode, like the ADK 46ers. Get a list of all the peaks. Uh, Josh's FKT blog. He did write an actual blog uh, detailing his trip. It's got a few details in there that he might have left out of his two hours of chatting. Um, a link to the pro boards where you can see where uh, people that do FKTs sort of record their um, attempts and stuff like that. You can also find links to the Strava Run Group and the Patreon page. Also, you know, hey, uh, I did mention in the beginning, Stratton is a pretty good massage therapist. You can check out his uh, fancy new website, and now you can book online. That's right. You can book online. You can see what spots are available, so you don't have to do that. You know, I can't stand when you got to call someone, and they'll be like, hi, I'd like to come in for an appointment. And they're like, okay, when would you like to come in? And you're like, 10 a.m. on Tuesday. And you're like, sorry, we're booked. What else? And you're like, I, I don't know what what's available. And then they're like, well, we got uh, next Thursday at 937 available. And you're like, that doesn't work. And then the, yeah, I can't stand. Oh, anyways, you can book online. You go, you see what spots are there. You go, I want that spot. You click it, you book it. It's yours. So Josh Stratton LMT dot com. Go check them out. That uh, that link will be in the show notes, too. So you'll be able to go there and see it. Now, I've been going to Josh for three years, and he's always done me right. So check out his website for his location, his pricing, and all that other fun stuff, including booking online. Just go click. Be like, I want to be there at this time, and you'll be there. So, oh, so good. All right. Uh, thank you to all of this month's Patreon supporters, including our newest supporter, Prem Kumar. You may know Prem from uh, episode 61 called uh, Two Loops where he tells us the tale of getting hooked on running after accepting a challenge from a coworker. So thank you, Prem, and thank you to all the other supporters. The continued financial support helps me keep improving this podcast. So if you look forward to this podcast each week and it inspires, educates, or entertains you, um, consider becoming a supporter. Check out the homepage or the bottom of the show notes and click the banner. Please know that any amount of support is appreciated. Keep in mind, the number one way you can always support the show is to just tell a friend and help them subscribe. Let them know how much you like it. Tell them maybe a favorite episode to start with or something like that. And if they seem interested, help them subscribe, you know. Don't let them walk away without without having it, you know. Just, just give it to them. Give them that gift. Uh, one last thing, I'm always interested in your comments and feedback on the show. Uh, I've started to say it every show, so saying even if I don't say it every show, is kind of, I don't know. But uh, drop me a line at chris at runninginsideoutpodcast.com and let me know your thoughts. Let me know people you think I should talk to. Whatever. You think I make too many bad jokes? Tell me that too. I don't know. Um, thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until next episode, be thankful for what you've been given. Be proud of what you've achieved and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.